right? Bokar Tov, we are beginning Parashat Vayeshev today. Uh, quick, quickly, you have to know what happened at the end of Parashat Vayishlach. Ah. The lineage of Esav and the descendants of Esav and how they fared. That's how the Parashat Vayishlach ends. Yes. But before that, relating to the story of Yaakov, Yaakov travels to a few places. Yeah. So we go to, let's go to chapter, right before chapter 36. We know Yaakov's sons, and then uh, first, before we even know about Yaakov's sons, Yaakov was in Shechem, we know that, mm-hmm. that was where the story of Dinah happened. Mm-hmm. And then he had to go, because Boreolam told him, he went to Bethel. He ran to Bethel because... Yeah, he goes to Bethel after getting rid of all of the Abu Dazarah that was yes, in the camp. Yes. They go to Bethel, they do a Mizbeach there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, here he calls a bit again, bless, and then Hashem blesses again Yaakov. Yeah, but then as he leaves Bethel, Rachel dies in childbirth, and Benjamin is born yes. on their way to, to on their way to Hebron. It seems yes. right. Yeah. So she was born. She was uh, buried on the way to Ephrat, which um, Ephrat is southern Yerushalayim. So she was born and she was buried in Bethlehem, which is south, right south of Yerushalayim, very close to Yerushalaym. Anybody who's been to Kever Rachel, yes. you know that you go south of Yerushalayim, you're there. Yeah. It's not a very long drive. Okay? And then he went to, uh, he goes to Migdal Eder, which I didn't, I, I, uh, I didn't point out. He goes to Migdal Eder. Yes. Then it goes through the list of his sons after Uven is with Bilha. He goes through the list of his sons. And he finally ends up in, he dies in Hebron. Yeah. He ends up in Hebron. Right? Yeah. Which is Hebron. He goes to Kiryat Arba, which is Hebron. That Abraham and Yitzchak live there. And that's where Yitzchak dies. And he and Esau bury Yitzchak together, which is an interesting ending to Yitzchak's life. That Yitzchak and Esau, uh, Yaakov and Esau are burying him at the same time. So to end off Yaakov's, the, the last we've heard of Yaakov, he was in Shechem. Then he went to Bethel. He yes. did a Mizbech in Bethel. Then he goes on the way to Hebron. He stops in Migdal Eder. On the way to there, Rachel dies as, while giving birth to Binyamin. Binyamin is born. He finally makes it to Hebron. And there he and Esab, they bury Yitzchak who dies at the age of 180. Right? 180. Yeah, 180. Okay. Perfect. That's the last thing we've done. So now getting back to the story, we would assume Yaakov is now still in Hebron. That's what yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yaakov now dwells in the land of the sojourns of his forefathers, in the land of Canaan. Now what's the difference between Megure and Vayeshev? Vayeshev seems to be more permanent. Mm-hmm. Right? Vayeshev is more permanent, Megure is more temporary. So where his forefathers were only staying temporary, temporarily and never really established themselves, Yaakov establishes himself and dwells here. He really here. settles, yes. Yeah, he really settles. Wow, it's a long Rashi here. Yes. Should yeah. I look at it for a second? <laughs> it's like it's pages. Oh. He explains a few things. He explains why Esav's... He explains why Esav, uh, the, the description yeah, of Esav's lineage, lineage is short, and then Yaakov's is like multiple parashiot, 
because it says Yaakov is the more important one. So you go into more detail with Yaakov. Okay, I'm not going to read the whole thing. All right, Ele Toledot Yaakov. This is here. It's very hard that the word Toledot, there are multiple Perushim. These are the descendants of Yaakov, or these are the happenings to Yaakov. Or another translation I heard, which I like, is this is the legacy of Yaakov. The following oh, is the nice. legacy of Yaakov. Yeah, it's a new, it's a new uh, wow. translation, which I like. This is the legacy of Yaakov. Yosef ben Sheva Yisrashana, he was 17 years old. He would shepherd sheep with his brothers. And he was young. And he would stay with at He was with the sons of Bilhan Zilpa. There's a little problem here because and Yosef would bring their bad reports to his father. Okay, interesting opening to Yosef's life. Yes. Let's see if there's any Rashi. Yeah, but he being the children, apparently the children of Bilhan, they were taking. What was mis, mis, like misusing what the ever mean a high thing? So I said, what does it mean that he was a youngster? I said he would do things that were immature. Yes. Yosef, he would play with his hair. He would uh, look at his. He would play with his eyes. So he want because he wanted to look pretty, or want to look handsome. Okay, at Benevilha, Rashi. Ragil etzel benevilhal fishayu echa mevazin oto vehu mekarvan. Oh, mevazin otan vehu mekarvan. Okay, so here is what Rashi is pointing out. He's pointing out that he he hung out with benev bilhan zilpa. They were using him as a servant. They were using him as a. Like so I, I know, that's not what he says take, here. They're uh, taking advantage of him. It could be. That's not what it says here. In fact, knowing yourself, I can imagine you maybe he was even the opposite. Maybe he was taking advantage of them, but but. The sons of Le'ah were criticizing oh. the sons of Zil- Bilha and Zilpa. So Yosef found a natural ally in becoming friends with them. Yes. Okay? So that's the backstory. Yosef is a young guy. He was a shepherd who st- he spent most of his time with the sons of Bilha and Zilpa. And he would bring bad reports about his brothers, and probably more the sons of Le'ah. Yes. He would bring bad reports to his that, father. That was the major problem. Yeah. And Israel loved Yosef more than all of his sons For he was the child of his old age And he made him a multicolored suit First of all, what does the word Ben Zekunim mean? There are multiple perushim Ben Zekunim Rashi He was born in his old age okay, That's the Peshat He was the younger one However there are other sons why is that are also born. Why Israel here? It's a good question. There's, there are a couple of other uh, interpretations. Ben Zikunim could also mean, as Unkelos translates, Kibar Hakim Hule, that he was the intelligent son, mm. that he loved him more because he was the intelligent <coughs> son. Now Ramban has a third perush, and Ramban says that it's studying, because... He was studying with his father? No, that's part of the Unkelos thing that Rashi okay. explains, that he studied whatever his father learned from Sheben. Sheben ever, he taught Yosef. Unkelos has a third perush, which is the Ben Zikunim was a specific job that one son in the family would take not to be active outside the house, but to mm-hmm. stay home with the father and to be with the father. Okay, so that was, he was a Ben Zikunim. He was very, very close to his father. What was your question before? Why they use Israel? Why they use Israel? Israel not Yaakov. Why they use Israel? Because Israel usually is used for, as a nation, as a father of the nation or in a... 
It's a very good question. I was thinking the same thing as I was reading it. Israel Ahabit Yosef Mikolbana. Hmm. He doesn't say, I don't see anything here that says anything about. Let's see, let me see. God proclaim his love for Israel. Hmm. Doesn't say anything. Okay. I don't know. It's a good Something. question. Good question. Let us know if anybody knows. Let if us anybody know. knows, let us know. <laughs> All right. Uh, where have we seen Ketonet Pasim in, in our recent studies in the Navi? Oh, we've seen it with Amnon and yes. Tamar. With Tamar, Again, yesterday, she, Rabbi, she why, had why, a ketonet pasim. This is this David is yesterday. driving me crazy. The David story? Yeah, it's driving me crazy. This yeah. is not going on there. Okay. Pasuk Dalit Shalom. The brothers see that the father like that their father loved him more than all the brothers, so they hated him and they could not speak to him in Peace. Yes. They, always, they were always arguing. It was a uh, argument, was a, constant argument. Or it was, or it was that they wouldn't even speak to him. And they couldn't say anything to him. Like uh, what Rashi says, <laughs> They didn't speak to him in they peacefully, avoiding, so they avoided, avoided him. Exactly. They him. didn't want to lie to him and say that they liked him. So they just avoided him. All right. So sad. <laughs> He has a dream and he tells it to his brothers and they continue to hate him. Hear the dream that I have dreamt. We are uh, gathering sheaves in the field. It stands up in the middle. And all of your sheaves, would you, they bent over and they bowed to my sheaf. Interesting dream. Then the, the brothers say, Why you're going to rule over us in Mashultim Sholbanu? And they continue to aid him for his dreams and for his words. There is a Peruch here that, that points out a difference between the word Melech and Moshel. It says a Melech is someone who is granted power by the people. So someone is, who's made king by the people. Moshel is someone who takes power he over himself, the people. Himself. He's like you a know? dictator. Yeah, exactly. Like Twitter yes. is like a Moshe. You yes. know, they just ram their ideology down your throat. Right? That's yes. like a, they, without your thing. Right? Without your consent. Okay? That, that's what's happening right now in the world. All right. Um, so he has another dream. And he tells it to his brothers. A little addition here. Now I have another dream. The, the sun and the moon and, all, and 11 stars are bowing to me. He tells it to his father and his brothers. And his brother and his father criticizes him. And he criticizes him publicly. Because he wants the brothers to calm down. Yes. He doesn't want the brothers to hate him. But Jacob knew that there is. We'll see the Are me and your mother and, and your brothers going to come and bow down to you? Your mother isn't even alive. This is not his mother. And the brothers became jealous of him. Were jealous of him. But the, the father, his father, kept the matter at heart. Yes. In, in his heart. Very interesting. Okay. I should say that this is not Rachel. It says Bilha. Yeah, it is Bilha. Yes. Um, <clears throat> all right. So. It's practically the same dream. But the only thing is the addition is that there is the father and the mother. Well, it's also, it's interesting. Okay, first of all, 
what is the um, the what can we learn from these dreams? First of all, what do you know? What do we know about Yosef's character from what's going on here? It seems like his first problem is that he doesn't he doesn't know. We studied last year. Yes. Yeah, he doesn't know how people perceive him. Yes. He seems to run his he mouth. He doesn't know how to pres- pre- He doesn't know how to present. present. He doesn't know what to say. He doesn't know that the words that he says are going to anger people. So he says things, assuming people are going to respect him just because he had a dream. That Does he not already realize that his brothers don't like him for his favoritism? Now, it could be that this is a psychological issue that comes from his being favored. Right? The son who is favored by the father and is never told he's wrong ends up having delusions of grandeur. Where else do we see this in the Tanakh? We see this with Avshalom. When it says Avshalom was handsome, yes. just like Yosef was yes. handsome, and it says that his father never, exactly the same. his father never told him off. His father never told him you did something bad. And even after he died, David was still and David was still, still upset about it. Right? Even though he wanted but, but to kill, it's, his in, it's an interesting parallel between Lehavdil between Yosef and Avshalom because Avshalom ends up being an evil person. Yosef is not. Yeah. But but the same favoritism that the father showed Avshalom that David showed Avshalom, the Psukim tell us that's one of the causes for why Avshalom has these delusions that he could become the king. Because when the father never tells the son that he's wrong about anything, and the son feels entitled, so he feels entitled to everything. So whatever his heart wishes, he, oh, almost kind of like uh, Shechem from last week's yes, parasha yes, also. Yes. Right? Entitled son feels like he could have everything. So now Yosef is being brought up with this favoritism. He's never being told wrong. He's seen being shown favoritism over all of his brothers. So naturally he's going to think that he's better than the brothers. So the dreams that he has are going to be of him lording over his brothers because he thinks that this is the one interpretation of saying all of this is stemming from the fact that Yaakov is showing him favoritism and he's developing within his child these delusions of being grand, of being great. Now, the question with these dreams are, are they nevoah or are they just what's going on in Yosef's head? Well, this happened. So, and so it all happened. So it's, it's not clear. It's, it's not, not clear. It's a quasi, it could be nevoah or it could be Something that Yosef just had in his mind, which ended up happening. It's not, not exactly clear. Um, but there could be an element of nevoah here. Um, but that, that seems to be what's driving Yosef. And then you could see why that same flaw in being coddled and being uh, shown favoritism to would help get him to a point where he doesn't realize that his words can have a negative impact on his brothers. Right, he is always being told that he's good, that uh, that he's the best, and so on. He's made a multicolored coat or ketonet pasim, and then he doesn't realize that that if I say certain things, people will be upset. Even more. Now, in terms of the content, now even if the, these are nevoah, even if these dreams are nevoah, there's what to learn from the content of the dreams. Correct. So I heard a very very fascinating perush, which is that the brothers are all, including Yosef to an extent, are shepherds. So why is it that Yosef is dreaming of? Grain, oh. of, of sheaves, of wheat. So it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting question. But this is I don't know the answer to it, but it's because, an interesting question. Because, because what's going to happen is that there's going to be a famine. And this right, is the so, 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 maybe you're, maybe, maybe, the, so you're saying the pure, it's, it's, so that proves that it's nevoa. Yes, to me it's nevoa, for sure. I like your, your, I like your approach. It could also be that Yosef had dreams of going beyond the shepherding. Or something like, or something like that. He wanted to. But the two to, dreams, when you put them together, it shows that. This now, what about well. what about the stars and the moon and the sun bowing down to him? So that for me is a little bit of, more of a troubling dream, or nevoa, whatever you want to call it. Because if I start dreaming that the celestial bodies are now bowing down to me, oh, maybe I think that I'm like uh, maybe some some kind some kind of like godly figure, oh. especially in those days when people worship the sun and probably the moon, but in, and probably for the Egypt, stars. For Egypt. 
he became also. So this is something I just I realized yesterday. It's an interesting thing that Yosef now becomes the Jewish version of Paro, or the comp- competition to Paro, or the right hand man of Paro. Because isn't it fitting yes. that the nation that deifies their God, Paro, that, that deifies their, their Paro, their king, and that worships the son, Mitzrayim, Yosef, who had a dream that the son would be bowing down to him, also becomes the leader there. I don't know, there's an interesting thing going on there. That he has this dream that the son will be bowing down to him, and then all of a sudden he becomes king, or the quasi-king, over the nation that worships the son. So, it is... So Maybe it is Nebuah. Maybe is that's nebuah. the point yeah, of Nebuah. That's the point, yes. To, to say because that even the son... If he becomes like Paro, for the, for, the, for the Egyptians, for everybody, he's like a... Like a they, they feel like, like he's like... God. Maybe. Okay, Baruch Adonai Lulam, Amen, Amen.